Your favorite band's about to play a sold-out show. You got in... Over here! ...with a friend and found a spot close enough to see the set list. They're definitely playing your song. When you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. This episode of the Ever Black Podcast is brought to you by Death Wish Hot Rods and Customs. Check out their Instagram for all their new T-shirts, caps, beanies, cups, and the all-new Atomic Death lineup. Hey, this is Trevor Sternad from the Black Dolly Murder here, and you're listening to the Ever Black Podcast. Hey, human scum, this is odorous from Guam. We're going to battle Fear Factory. This is George Corps, Commander Fisher. This is Jasmine Delegate. This is Wade from Our Last Enemy. Mike Nelson, Cool South MCG. He is at Wednesday 13. This is Sam Drex from Club Emo Hill. This is Gary Blue from Sepultura. You're listening to Ever Black Podcast. So it's good to catch up right with you, man. man. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, uh, of course, uh, Sepultura are about to release. Is, is it pronounced Sepulquarta? Sepulquarta. Quarta. Okay. Yeah, that's my Australian. But, uh, of course, <laughs> it's, mate, I, I guess you could call it the soundtrack to uh, the Sepulquarta podcast which is well on YouTube and everywhere. Yeah. Um, man, you got a whole bunch of your mates from all over the world to, to jam on some uh, much-loved Sepultura tracks. And the result is something absolutely unique and really fucking cool. Uh, how did the idea come about? Yeah, thank you, man. It's, um, I mean, we were ready to go on tour on March 2020 when everything stopped. Mm. I mean, we had a new album out that came out in February, Quadra. You know, we were very excited about the response, was very positive all around. You know, we have an amazing calendar for 2020 to promote the album. That was our next step, you know, on the whole process of of putting an album out, which is the most important one is to be on the road, on the the stage. But, um, you know, in March 2020, we had to to stop everything. And um, so... uh, we didn't know how long we will take, you know, this pandemic situation. During those days, it was like, ah, oh, three months, we'll be back, six months, and then 12 months, and then we're still here, you know? So, uh, and then we decided to, you know, to create this, um, this outlet, this means of communication to our, to our fans, you know, to talk about new album, uh, to play our music. We saw some musicians doing some collaborations in this new format, you know, each mm-hmm. one of their own houses, using their uh, mobile phones, very simple, very, you know, very straightforward. And then Metallica was doing the Metallica Mondays, you know, where they broadcast a concert, you know, in full and stuff. So we came up with our Wednesday, you know, uh, still connected to the concept of the album Quadra, which was very much influenced by geometry and numerology and the book Quadrivium and number four, you know, all that stuff, you know. So it's the fourth day of the week. Sepulquarta. Quarta is Wednesday uh, in Portuguese, in Brazil, you know, Quarta-feira. And then uh, that event, it, it really kept the band alive, you know, working because we didn't have the shows, we didn't have the, yeah. the dressing room, the tour bus, you know, the places that we are a band as well, talking to each other, creating ideas and etc. you know. So Sepulquarta came about and we didn't plan really to make an album out of it. You know, it was not our intention to make an album. It was just to do every Wednesday to create this interaction with the crowd. We start calling our friends, you know, to be a part of it. And in the end, we have an album out. You know, it was great. 
And I guess also kept you guys in touch too, would you oh, say? Oh, yeah, definitely. Get everyone hanging out, you know, which is which is important, especially. I know no, not, you're not all in the same area, are you? No, Derek actually was in Los Angeles and we mm. are here in Brazil. Myself and Eloy, we live in the same city, but it's, it's Sao Paulo. You know, it's a huge city. We live yeah. in different parts of the town. And Paulo is in Belo Horizonte, which is the the town that Sepultura came from, you know, which is kind of uh, north of Sao Paulo. There you go. Well, as you mentioned before, you know, you've got a bunch of great guests on the album. You've got Devin Townsend, Matt Heafy, Danko Jones, uh, Rob Cavastani, Scott Ian, uh, you know, a ton of great guests. But, uh, yeah. you know, they all just knocked it out of the park, man. And it just sounds incredible. Did you just start with just calling them up? And just being like, hey, bro, come hang out on Wednesday. Grab Basically, beer. yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have to say it's a privilege, you know, we have to, to know so many great people around the world, great musicians. Yeah. We basically, uh, the majority of them, we tour together, you know. So touring together, you, you spend every day and on stage and off stage and stuff. And, and you create bonds and friendship around. And between us four, you know, we know a lot of people. Uh, with our own experiences and especially festivals, you know, where we play with a lot of different bands with different styles, and the backstage is amazing because you you talk to that bit or those people, you know, the musicians, roadies, whatever, you know. So uh, uh, exactly like that, we just call them, you know, hey, we're having this event, you know, every Wednesday we are performing Sepultura's music, and you know, we thought about you doing this or doing that. Do you have a suggestion? You know, it was very open. It was not like a, a general rule. You know, we did take the song and you do like that. No, it was very freedom. Um, you know, we wanted to to make them really do their performance. Like Danko Jones, for instance, you know, it was a total freedom. And he did the way he wanted to do it, you know, on his own style and yeah. his own way. And it's great. You know, it's really different because we have the album. We have our, our show. But it's great that we have this opportunity to do this. And it's not either live or the studio. You know, it's a, this very unique, uh, I don't know, pro- process of doing things that is new that only the pandemic really uh, made that possible, you know, because everybody had their own houses and we kind of use technology in our favor, you know, and it really worked out great. I mean, the album sound great, you know. We didn't do any overdubs for to put on the album. Everything that was, you know, went on air on the Sepul Quarta is there, but of course, remixed and remastered and, you know, properly for an album, but uh, the performance uh, are the same, you know, it's it's great. And you got a uh, Devin Townsend, who sounds absolutely amazing on Mask, man. Fantastic. And that solo and just it's the, the, the two yeah. <laughs> mate, and that scream, his signature scream, the, the two worlds together is is something that's uh just i think Devin incredible. Devin really represents what the, the spirit of the sepul quarta um, event it. and the album you know it's very spontaneous it's very spontaneous at the end it's like ouch <laughs> 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 you know really feeling you know the the metal and stuff with that uh you know face and it's really funny you know but uh it's really spontaneous that's what it was all about you know we were just jamming really without thinking too much you know Especially because we we weren't thinking about doing the album. That's very important to to mention because uh, we didn't think about a set list or you know we used the opportunity to play side B's and side C's of our yeah. music like you know hatred aside or 
Apes of God and Vandal's Nest, you know, songs that we don't play that much live or we never played live. So, um, you know, it was really fun. It was great. All the guests were very professional, very positive. You know, they, they really uh, made that um, an amazing experience for all of us. You know, I'm so glad that we were able to, to, to have this album out of it, you know, that to, to really represent this era, you know, that we're going through. It is, it's really special. And you got Phil Campbell jamming on Orgasmatron as well. I mean, dude, that's, yeah, man. man, I don't care who the fuck you are, man. Like, it's, it's something about that riff. It's so simple, but <laughs> it's just like, it's, but I, I mentioned this to him when I spoke to him. I was like, man, that riff is so simple, but the, you just can't help but lose your shit when you hear it. Hey, I know. It's, it's crazy. In the it's really, yeah, that's what uh, impacted us, you know, when we saw Motorhead uh, actually for the first time in Brazil. And they played Orgasmatron with that green light, you know, coming from the, uh, under uh, Lemmy's face and stuff. It was very heavy, very powerful. And that inspired us to, to do that song. And, and we closed the album with Orgasmatron with the, with the motorhead there with us. You know, Phil is a brother of ours, a great friend. And it was his first album with Motorhead as well, you know, Orgasmatron. Yeah. He's, he co-wrote the song and... All around, you know, it's so special. It's the only non-Sepultura song on the album. But it's all almost like our adopted song, <laughs> you know, from Motorhead. Yeah. It's almost like, you know, it's very connected to our history. And it's one of our most known versions that we we did, you know, in our history. So very, very special and to have Phil Campbell with us, you know, on that song. It's funny because yeah. I heard your version of it before I heard Motorhead when I was really young, I heard your version I see, yeah, yeah. and went back. You know what I mean? So that's, that's what I knew, you know, a and lot of people. Yeah. Especially here in Brazil, because Orgasmatron was the first Sepultura song that went on, on the radio on normal rotation, you know, it was, it was like a, a Orgasmatron fever <laughs> that happened <laughs> after rock and radio, you know, in the radios wow. in, in Brazil and stuff was great. And uh, like you said, a lot of people heard that song for the first time with Sepultura, you know. Did Lemmy ever give you any feedback on it? Yeah, man, we jammed that song. He, he joined us on stage, I think, twice. One in Belgium and some other time that, yeah. uh, some on tour when we toured together. And I played with them as well and going to Brazil and Orgasmatron and Overkill, you know. And... and, and we did one of the best tours in our career in 2004, you know, Motorhead and Sepultura in Europe. We played Hammersmith Odeon together. It was a dream, you know, coming through. Uh, no Sleep to Hammersmith, one of my favorite albums ever, you know. And, uh, and let me ask, I mean, uh, he, he always, uh, you know, he was Lemmy. I mean, he, he didn't have to say anything. <laughs> That's right, hey. You just got to Lemmy. Yeah, he's like... <laughs> He was just—he was just there, you know. That's what I have here all the time with me, like approving everything oh, I do. <laughs> that's nice. I like that. Hey, let me—is that a good riff? And I just looked at it as yes. <laughs> you turn if if you're having a bad day, do you turn it around so he's not judging? Yeah. Right. <laughs> but you know, just uh, he's uh he's uh, always was very nice with us, and we toured together many times, and we jam Osgasmastron together, so. Just his attitude, you know, it was, it was, it was a, an approval, you know, that we got from him, you know, somehow. So good. So good. But, you know, 
on a serious note, over the last 12 months, you know, it's been pretty tough and we've lost a lot of good people. And, and recently, oh, yeah. you know, J- Joey Jordison and, and Mike Howell, um, it, it's just incredibly sad. And, and there's an episode of the podcast where Derek's talking mental health, which I, I think is incredibly oh, yeah. important, especially right now. Um, you know, it, it's more than you guys just jam with your mates. And I like that. And I like where it's heading. Is it something that you're looking at touching more upon and, and serious issues like that? Yes, I mean, we do in our lyrics, you know, of course. And uh, But Sepulcuarta, it gave us um, a new way of exploring more in detail that kind of stuff, to talk mm-hmm. to professionals, you know, doctors. And uh, Sepulcuarta gave us that possibility uh, because technology, it, it created or it made possible very easy, you know, to make a, a meeting like we are doing now, yeah. or regardless of the part of the world we are in, you know, you are completely like in different parts, you know, different times and stuff. And, and here we are, you know, chatting and talking about um, Sepultura and stuff. So, uh, so it was, you know, we were able to put people from Europe and the States and Brazil at the same time, uh, talking to Sepultura and our fans uh, about e- everything, you know, and of course depression because the the pandemic aggravated everything, you know, yes. uh, especially that to being alone or a lot of people didn't have a home actually, didn't have where to go and etc. You know, so I think the also the metal community here got uh, we still do, you know, like benefit. Uh, uh, situations and collaborations and donations of, of stuff that we have that we don't use anymore and stuff. So, uh, and Sepulcuarta was really powerful in that sense, you know, to unite people, at least we could debate and talk about and inspire, you know, people really to try to do better in a situation like that. Because once you have a, a chaotic, uh, a tragic situation like that, mm-hmm. of course you have a big door closing, but you have 10 other openings doors you know that uh, are new possibilities and new things because i i always thought sepultura would be impossible of being a band without the stage without touring i mean there's no sense of being a band if you yeah. don't have the stage you know it's like a especially sepultura sepultura is a touring band you know we put an album we stay three years on the road absolutely another album and then more three years and that's our routine you know our cycle and all of a sudden, in March, we had, we have to stop everything, and and then we saw that Sepultura it is Sepultura without the stage, you know, uh, with Sepulcuarta creating new material. We're putting out a new album. We put out the official video on Guardians of Earth, you know, which we made a collaboration with the Amazon Frontlines, which a huge like a crazy, you know, the environment uh, subject that is so important here in Brazil. Well all around the world but uh, you know here with the forest and the indigenous tribes and stuff so uh it was very very powerful experience for all of us you know and and we saw that sepultura it can be sepultura anywhere any <laughs> in any circumstance you know and that made us really stronger we, we feel really uh you know anxious to go back on the stage of course you know but we saw we could really develop a band we could be together talking to each other using technology and creating new things together, you know, that not necessarily are related to touring and the, the performance on stage. You know, we really create new possibilities and, and that was very powerful for all of us. In saying that though, has it changed, cha- change, changed? Hang on. 
Let me. <laughs> Has it changed your approach to uh, future creativity in 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 the way that you write and things like that? Is there, you know, being? I don't know. I mean, we already use that. We've been using that for a while. I mean, exchanging files of audio, you know, between me and Eloy, and then with Derek and Paolo to create the first demos and the first ideas. We, we've been doing that for uh, the last years and stuff, but uh, not the way we are doing now. And, and definitely uh, it is a new possibility. Who knows? I mean, we can do another Sepul Quarta album in the same way, you know? It's like, uh, it's really easy to exchange audios and very fast, you know, we transfer or Dropbox and stuff very quick. I mean, you could, you are in Australia. If you record a riff tomorrow, I have, or now, you know. Yeah, no, you can just now I have, <laughs> Yeah, I have had the riff now. I can put here in a drum beat. So we have a song, you know. So um, it is something that um, it make, uh, especially with collaborations, you know, with musicians that uh, are not a part of the band, that we can do uh, uh, something together and, and stuff, like we did on Sepul Quarta, of course, you know. So uh, I, I, don't, I don't tell you that's going to, um, you know, be in place of a touring on the stage or the studio. No, I mean, you cannot replace that, but it is an extra outlet. There is an extra way of doing things that uh, are, it's, it's here to stay for sure. You know, is there any guests that you want to get on future episodes or, or, you know, the next edition of? Oh man. Yeah, man. All, all of the musicians that are not on the album, they are <laughs> they're possible it's like uh you know i have to say it again you know it's a privilege that uh, we we know so many different people after all you know it's like 36 37 years on the road um 80 countries you know that we visited so far touring and retouring and revisiting and going new places and stuff you know so uh there's a lot of people out there that we love to, to, to make a jam that we did already that are not on the album. Actually, we have material that we're going to keep for the future releases, like Desperate Cry, you know, with Jason Bittner on the drums, like two drum sets for Desperate Cry. It's insane. And then um, we have Biotech's Godzilla with Shavo from System of a Down. Oh. You know, so uh, there are versions, amazing versions, you know, that uh, we want to keep for future releases, you know, because we want to, we have 15 songs. The album is great. It's very well balanced. Plus, we have some extra stuff, you know, for the future, which makes it special as well. I'm so excited, man. <laughs> I love it. I <laughs> That's love great. It. I yeah. love it. It's awesome. But, but, I mean, talking about, uh, you know, your last album, Quadra, uh, it's a fucking amazing album. Everybody I've spoken to, not just locally, but, I mean, other bands, peers, any time it's mentioned is how incredible this album is and how important it is it seems like it really kick-started a new sort of era for sepultura in such a definitely. massive way definitely yeah a quadra was uh well quadra's a consequence of almost 10 years you know especially when the eloy casagrande joined the band uh we did mediator uh, between head and hands must be the heart and then machine messiah and quadra you you, you can feel it, it is an evolution mm. You know, that we are knowing each other better, touring together, and Eloy is developing even further, and we going growing together as well with him. You know, I think he was very inspiring the way he plays the drums, the way he, he can do anything with the instrument. And that's very inspiring for a composer, for a guitar player to write 
crazier stuff, you know, that we can try out and, and experiment things, you know, that's very cool, that's very alive, that's very, you know, um, something that um, it, it took a while to get to that level of quadra, you know, because uh, you cannot really forge <laughs> or, or, you know, create something out of nothing, you know, it's, yeah. it was really like a process of really building and, and quadra, it's very well balanced, you know, I'm really proud and uh, it's just frustrating that we didn't have a chance yet, you know, to jam and to play live that album, you know, because that's the next step that we are waiting so much, you know, but uh, nevertheless, it's a fucking, you know, uh, it's great that it's still there, powerful, you know, a lot of people still talking about and people yeah. are anxious to see the shows and stuff. So that's very motivating for us. You know, it's great. People love it. I love it. Yes. I just, man, it's, it's it's one of those things, like I remember when it dropped, man, my, my best mate was just, he calls me up and he never calls. <laughs> he just texts, <laughs> and he's like, holy fuck, man, have you heard this new Seps album? And I was like, yeah, man. He's like, oh, fuck. Yeah, that's, so, that's the best, that's the best um, promotion that we, we, we have, you know, I mean, any yeah. band, it's like the mouth to mouth, you know, a friend tell you, hey, did you hear that? Have you ever heard that? <laughs> yeah. Have you ever heard Creator Man? It's like, <laughs> you know, first time I heard Creator, first time I heard Slayer and stuff. <clears throat> it's yeah. always uh, about friends, you know, that yeah. really listen to that. You know, that's, you never forget. You never forget. That's very powerful as well. It's great. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, you're, uh, I know it's slowly starting to come back together with touring and stuff. And I know you've got some dates booked for 2022. And I know that's, it's a, little while off um are you doing anything earlier than that I, I couldn't see anything earlier than we have in europe now november december uh okay. at the end of the year we have a tour we're still working for that to happen of course it's, it doesn't depend only on us you know like govern governments and mm. borders and visas and vaccines and all that you know so uh um we're getting ready i mean we are ready to go on the road we have the show you know, in place. And of course we just need to, to go back and, and practice a little bit and get ready for the, the rhythm. Um, but I know 2022, it looks, uh, I mean, with better possibilities that everything is going to, you know, be able to, to be back and we'll be able to cross, you know, different countries and, and tour, you know, especially in Europe, of course, you know, if you have, Close borders is impossible to make the tour the way we did in the past. You know, like where we play every day, basically. But um, yeah, day day by day, we we're learning about the changes in in laws and vaccines and what's going on in the world. And we, like I said, we're ready and anxious to go back. You know, so hopefully this tour in in the, the end of the year in Europe happens. I don't know. You know, still very everything's kind of confusing, not uncertain. You know, but. Uh, I, I hope and I still hoping, you know, 2022 will be more, much more positive that we'll be able, you know, to go out and play. And come back to Australia. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> One of our favorite places in the world. <laughs> well, it's funny, man, because like uh, you played in Byron Bay and I was like, which is that way. I made Beautiful the trip place. down. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> you playing Byron? I was like, <laughs> I was like, no one ever plays Byron. I was like, I mean, it was over the border for me, but we all piled See, in the yeah, car yeah. after work because I was working closer to the border. And it was one of the best fucking shows I've ever seen in my life. Like people still awesome. talk about it. 
Yeah, I mean, one of the shows that you don't expect, I mean, because of the place or something. And, um, and that's even better, you know, because when it happens, something really new <laughs> and special. <laughs> yeah, it was, it, was in, it was insane. It's like... Awesome. Sepultura Good playing. Like, it was the surfing, right? You were down there for the surf? No, I wish I could surf. I'm, 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 I'm a terrible surfer. Um, <laughs> actually, Paul is... A, I think Derek, maybe. I know Igor. Igor was a good surfer. Yeah. Uh, when we went on places like Indonesia and in, even on Australia, yeah, he went many times for surfing. And we have some surfer, professional surfer friends that love Sepultura and stuff. It was really cool, man. I mean, I love the sport, but um, I, I'm not, I don't dare, you know, I, I'd rather stay on the beach. <laughs> yeah, see, I'm the same. You know, I live. In, on the Gold Coast, if you, you know the Gold Coast very well. Oh, yeah. Fuck, man. And uh, I Amazing. don't go in the water, man. I'm I'm complete. I might as well have a neon sign for sharks. I'm, I know. I'm like, there are a few beaches in Brazil that you cannot go in the water because of sharks, especially in the northeast of Brazil. Uh, Brazil oh, really? Yeah, it's really dangerous. And I know in Australia, of course. But, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm a sand guy. Yeah. <laughs> the sent people yeah. from Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey, there you go. First <laughs> 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 for this idiot. Hey, I'm putting that down. That's going. To, I'm a big Star Wars dude, so I don't know. Oh, me too, it. man. Yeah, I love it, Mate, Oh yeah. Down that rabbit hole, man. I mean, I'm I'm fifty. I'm fifty two years old. You know, when I'm I was nine it was nineteen ninety seventy seven. And I went to the movie theater by myself. It was my first adventure by myself. And imagine nine years old. Of course, it was pretty close to my house. It was a walking distance. But still, you know, it was my first lonely adventure to go to the, the movie theater. Mm. And it was for Star Wars, you know. that you know, I mean, imagine a nine-year-old boy watching that for the first time. You know, the sounds and the, the, the visual and the, the, the story behind, you know, planets and, and spaceships and stuff. It was amazing. Of course, amazing. I mean, it is what it is, you know. Yeah. And it's great to, to follow the whole thing, you know, as, as I was growing up and, and watching all the movies. And, you know, it's uh, I'm still a, a huge fan. And, and now we have, you know, Bad Watch and Clone Wars and all that stuff, which is, you know, Mandalorian. Oh, I love that stuff. Me too. I'm all about it, dude. Like, I love it so much. And it's, it's awesome to hear that, you know, metal dudes love Star Wars and nerdy shit. It just goes hand in yeah. hand, really. They just, they just don't talk about it. But <laughs> because, uh, the, uh, it's creativity, you know. I mean, creating yeah. situations and it, it can be very inspiring to write music as well, of course. Mate, a whole whole Sepultura themed album around the Mandalorian. Yeah. Good. <laughs> just throw the ideas, man. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Anything's possible. Oh, that's it. That's it. Oh, mate. But, uh, dude, I'm, I really appreciate you hanging out on the show. Oh, before we go, I want to give a, a shout out to uh, mate Sasha, who is like the biggest Seps fan in the country. All right, yeah. Sasha. Thank so you very she, much, man. She's right. She's really cool. Everything is oh, the Yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, she got photos with you. She's got like, you know, the, the coin tattooed and everything. She's awesome. Wow, that's yeah, awesome. She's, she's rad. Yeah, it's um, an amazing artwork. Oh, the best but uh dude thank you so much for hanging out on the show we'll have thank a you. little links to the album down here stay awesome. safe and get your asses back down to australia as soon as you can 
definitely. We miss you so much. Thank you very much. And uh, yeah, hopefully see you all. Thank you very much. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 